0: Good afternoon, Be Easy listeners. I know I normally do a morning podcast, but I started a new venture today, so I had to switch it up a little bit. But let me tell you how interesting today has been. Oh boy, I don't even know where to start except for saying thank you for tuning in. Sit down, buckle up, your seatbelt, because I am about to take you on the ride oh, that I myself have witnessed and prayed that I would not ever endure. However, you know, there are things that will come to pass that you will have to deal with and that is just what it is. Um, I am just getting in my car and You all I want to today first of all is Tuesday. So, you know, you get new content on Tuesday. So um All that happened today actually is what is fueling this podcast for today So I am doing some deliveries earlier. I met who I promise you, we have been friends for forever. And I just met her today, right? Um, and we're doing our deliveries. And we're getting acquainted in a car. Everything is great. We get to the first stop um, in Carthage, Tennessee. Now, um, anybody who personally knows me knows that I'm black. Okay? Okay. I live in the state of Tennessee okay so let's just start there so we're in Carthage we get in I say good morning the person that I'm with will say D her that's the first initial of her name so D says good morning the lady looks at me with the smug of death like oh it's one of you but looks at D and says, good morning. Now her good morning to me was very under her breath, very begrudgingly as if I don't even wanna effing speak to you, but I'm gonna do it just because I don't wanna get called out on my poor customer service type of deal. Okay, cool. Well, me being me, and being that I have grown to a much better place in my life, I'm just going to smile and tell you to have a good day. And in the meantime, I'm going to say my prayers for you. Because you clearly, ma'am, have a personal issue which has nothing to do with me at all. <laughs> That's your miserable life, not mine. So I said to D when we got back in the car... hate small towns I really do I hate small towns because it seems like they get stuck in this Mayberry backwards thinking way of living and damn it I just oh okay so I said you know what I'm not gonna let that mess up my day that's her ignorance I'm gonna keep on going on and y'all look I know that this is about uplifting and the whole nine yards. Please excuse any of the curse words that I throw in there but when I tell you my blood has been boiling today okay and by the time I get finished you will clearly understand why my blood has been boiling today. So we start there. Well we needed to stop for gas because These cars said we had zero miles to go because the gas tank was empty. Well, the car lied. We, you know, by grace, made it to the gas station. So I said, hey, Dee, I'm going to run into the store real quick. Do you want something from the store? She was like, nah, I'm good. So I said, okay, well, I get in there. And I'm looking for a specific type of donut. And they didn't have it. So I'm looking around trying to see if I wanted anything else didn't see anything else but the entire time that i'm in there little boy (laughs) oh god so he's looking at me like following me every time i look up you staring at me so i spoke to him hey how you doing and he just was like oh hey what's up So did you think that I wasn't gonna notice you looking at me, paying attention to me, following my every move? But since you thought that, I'm gonna let you keep thinking that, but I'm gonna speak to you to let you know that I noticed you staring at me the entire time. Like, I mean, okay, I'm beautiful, I love myself, I love who I am, I'm not cocky, I'm confident, big difference. But today was not one of those days that I was like dripping in finesse. I got on some khaki pants and some polo boots and a coat and a hoodie. Like my hair's pulled back in a ponytail with some earrings on. Like, wasn't nothing flossy or dripping about what I got on today. So, you definitely wasn't looking at me for my flavor, hands down. And we in one of these back hick towns, another one, going to our next stop. And like I said, getting some gas. Now, if you don't want to hear the story, if it sounds like I'm ranting, you can pause this podcast or not listen to this. But the story is to tell you about how we are in 2019 and nothing has changed. Nothing, nothing at all. You might as well still say we live in the freaking 40s, 50s, and 60s because the ridiculousness that is still taking place right now all because we got people in office like Trump who's made it okay to disrespect people based on their race, their religion, their gender is absurd, and I'm over it, and I'm tired of it. So as the story continues we get to the next few locations everything is sweet and great i'm like okay the day is gonna shape up to be phenomenal you know few jackasses but nonetheless the day is gonna shape up to be phenomenal how in my mind i spoke too freaking soon because we turn onto the street the directions that it's taking us to to get to the next location pick up drop off and um D is I thought she was going I'm sorry car just tried to run me off the road but nonetheless older lady probably was sitting in her blind spot I won't fuss too much about that nonetheless we get pulled over mind you like I was saying I thought that D was going 40 miles an hour And she and I thought that the speed limit was 35. Well, up above, you know, she sees the cops. So she go ahead and slow down just out of precaution. We get pulled over. So there's two cops in the car. One cop, of course, goes to her side. The other cop comes to my side. Now, the first thing that I notice about the cop on my side is that he's holding on to this gun. Now, I'm going to say this D is Caucasian right and I'm a black girl okay cool the cop that goes to D's side asks her for her license her registration and her insurance information cool she opens up her glove box now history recently within the last few years has showed us that anytime somebody black has reached over to pull out their information out of a glove box without saying something prior to they have been shot to shit you can disagree you may agree you may not like it how i put it but let me just say that facts are facts period facts are facts so okay cool that's what we dealing with fine Now she gives the information Unfortunately um, She didn't have The more up to date Insurance card But the cop was like if you can pull it up on your phone Cool yada yada So he goes to check it Now the cop that's on my side Decides To walk backwards Three paces And then turn around Let me tell y'all something I'm 35 years old, a buck 45, buck 50. What am I gonna do? I still got my seatbelt on, okay? What am I gonna do to you before I get shot? There's no way that I'm gonna be able to get out of the car and do anything before you draw your weapon to shoot. Cops are trained to kill. I don't care about that cops is trained to stop or just partially hurt or whatever i don't want to hear that because it's bullshit is what it is cops are trained to kill and they have proven it time and time and time again now the if you want to know where i was i was in lebanon if it matters to anybody lebanon tennessee okay so cool they check out her stuff she has no record, no priors, nothing, no warrants, no anything. So they come back up to the car. The cop that's on her side, the original cop, says nothing to her, but the cop on my side partially peeks his head in, bends down, and says, Do you all have anything illegal in the car? Instant. Okay, so here we go with the bullshit. All right, I got you. So I was like, no, we do not. We're working. So he said, well, do I have consent to search the car? Now it's not my vehicle. So I can't give or not give consent. So I turn over to look at her and she says, for what? Like, what would I be giving consent to? He says, because I smell weed the hell is it that you smell weed and you never stuck your face in a car or anywhere remotely close to the car number one the cop who asked for the license the registration and the insurance says absolutely nothing you still holding on to your weapon but the other cop is not all right so I called bullshit like I saw it I said officer nobody in here is smoking weed we're working right now and that's bullshit So D calls the job, lets them know what's happening. See if we can get somebody else to, you know, finish this uh, route for us. And unfortunately, you know, we were so far away that it would have taken way too long to get somebody to where we were. Nonetheless, she D go heads and consents because at this moment, we're not really sure what to do. I'm like. I might not make it out of this situation. D pissed off. I'm pissed off. We like this is bullshit. Nonetheless, I go ahead and get out of the car. The cop says, you stand right over there talking to me. When D gets out of the car, he says, well, can you stand right over there, please? And we'll be right with you. So you're going to talk to me like I'm nothing, but you talk to her like she a sweetheart. Now, nothing against D, personally, because I, I like D. D is a sweetheart. Funny, cool, we laughed, joked the entire time. She's shaking and pissed off. I'm pissed off like I don't even know if I'm going to make it out of this situation because he already got his hand on his gun ready to pull the trigger because that's just what he was feeling. He had larceny in his heart from the moment that he saw a black girl sitting in the passenger seat. Cool. I get out the car. Now, mind you, I'm recording this entire situation. I'm taking it to city hall. I've given it to the job. So the job is taking it to city hall and filing a formal complaint. No, these dickheads probably didn't even realize that I was recording and good. Now, I didn't want to make it known that I was recording because I wasn't quite sure if I was going to be and put myself in any other predicament or any type of furthering, you know, myself in this situation going through all of this. But cool, I recorded it. All right. When I tell you it took them about 15 minutes to search this car, they finally get to the point where they pop the trunk. Now, D was in the Marines, so they see MREs in her trunk. Now, if you don't know what an MRE is, it's meal ready to eat. She has a child. So, if ever there's a snowstorm, car breakdown, whatever, her and her baby has something to keep some type of nutritional supplement in their body. Well, this raggedy mofo decides to perk all up. Ooh, you got MREs. So, we ask her with Branch. She says she was in the Marine. Mind you, my purse is in a trunk. We got stuff all in the trunk from, the, from banks and all kinds of stuff. He never searched my purse the moment that he saw them MREs in there. From the moment she said she was a Marine, everything was all good and dandy. Now here's my deal. If she was doing 45 in the 30 as the original cop on her side stated, she should have got a ticket for reckless endangerment. She did not. Hmm. You didn't find no weed, but yet you wanted to search the car. We thought that you smell weed, sir. You didn't smell no weed on me because I don't even smoke. I don't even drink for God's sakes. She don't smoke weed. She smokes cigarettes. Now, here's the next crazy thing. You technically find a quote unquote drug supplement, which is a weight loss pill that belong to somebody else in the car but you so freely give it back to her if it's something that she's not supposed to have it's not in her name it doesn't belong to me because it doesn't match me and on top of that he never even asked me for my id you never said anything about I'm officer such and such. These are our probable causes for wanting to search your vehicle. Nothing. His fucking bullshit ass excuse. Whew, his excuse was he smelled weed. Y'all, my blood has been boiling all day long because it was bs and if you wanted to pull us over for just gp you know what pull us over for gp you pulling us over because it's a black girl with a white girl in a car then you know what just call it what it is but it's so many cops out there that got lost in, the, in their heart and that live by this crooked backwood Mayberry living that you would rather kill an innocent person or racially profile an innocent person. All for what? For what? What did you get out of the deal? Absolutely nothing. Wasted time on D and I part and wasted time on your part. Wasted. Here's my deal, y'all. We live in a world in a society where you being black is an automatic strike. Period. I don't care how you slice it. I don't care how you look at it. And I don't care about how many good cops are out there because at the end of the day, all it takes is one bad cop. I didn't have to leave out of that situation. Thankfully, I have a prayer life and a relationship with God that is absolutely undeniably awesome because I didn't have to leave out of that situation. Do I sound pissed off? Hell yeah, I am. Why? Because I'm raising three black kids, I have two bonus babies, and two of my bonus two of my children are boys. They are males, they gotta grow up in this freaking society where they just deem black people to just be animals murderers everything that we are absolutely not we are intelligent human beings i am a woman of god it wasn't nothing that i at 145 150 pounds would able to been able to do to that man who was clearly 220 pounds plus Now yeah we stood eye to eye I was the same damn height as him But what was I gonna do What did I intimidate you Because I side eyed you When you came up to the car Holding your weapon You motherfucking right I side eyed you Just to see whether you was gonna Shoot the shit out my ass or not Do I know what you look like Yes and I'm filing a formal complaint It was BS Hands down BS Look We live in a world where we got to teach our sons, put your hands on the steering wheel, put your hands on the roof of your car. Keep your hands visible. Don't wear a hoodie out. Don't do this. Don't do that. Why can't you just live and be human? Why can't you just be a person that is growing and establishing who you are? And I thank Trump for being in office. You want to know why I thank him? I thank him for exposing all the racist people that's still out here. I thank him for showing how discrimination still exists. I thank him for showing that people out here still carry freaking larceny in their hearts because I don't look like you. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's Hurtning. It's hurtful and it's disheartening that I would even or anybody for that matter would even have to experience it. And here's the thing. D. She could have just been like, you know, just one of those type of things that happen. I all day try to let that roll off me like water on a duck's back. But when I tell you that is the hardest thing to let roll off your back when you aren't sure 100% if you going to leave out of a situation or you're going to be able to see your children because the cop that's standing right there is is going to decide whether your life is worth it or not. Until you are in that situation, you have no idea, no idea how scared and how you would feel. And do I feel like that he should go to jail? Hell yeah, I feel like that. But the most that I can do for him, I am going to do for him and only willing to do for him is pray for him. I'm pissed off. Life is not fair. I know that God never promised that life would be easy. He never promised that I was gonna have this life that was super peachy and super great. But to live in a place where I can't even just be me based on the color of my skin, I'm automatically profiled as being something that I'm not. Whatever it was that went through his mind about who I was, All it did was just show his character of who he really is. And in that moment, all I could think about was my children and was I going to make it home and was I going to live to see the next day. When I stepped out of the car, he could have decided to shoot me because he never let his hand off the damn gun. judging people based off of their skin color. Stop thinking that you know who people are when you know nothing. Stop thinking that you can judge a book by its cover because you cannot. You can't judge a person by anything just by looking at them. Does a per- Do people look malicious? Yes, they do. Do some people look like criminals and aren't criminals? Okay, if you want to look at them and say, oh, okay, well, he came in dressed with a hoodie and, you know, I, I was fearful for my life, you're crap. Because the people that took the oath to serve and protect is the person that I'm scared of the most. I hate cops. I'll never trust them. And I don't care how many good cops are out there. All I thought about was every single black person in that moment that lost their lives to a cop that called themselves feeling fearful. That's all I could think about. That's it. And you never know what that feels like until it's done to you or you're sitting in a situation where you're experiencing it it, firsthand stop treating people in ways that you don't want to be treated stop thinking that it is okay for that type of stuff to happen just because my skin color or anybody else's skin color is different than yours it's not fair it's not right and the part about it that burns me up the most Is that the cops have this good old boys' club? And you know what? I could probably file that formal complaint, which I am, but there's nothing that's gonna be done because he wears a badge. And he has a family, like I don't have a family. I have a mom, I have a dad, I have a grandmother, I have aunts and uncles and cousins and the whole nine yards. I'm never ashamed and will never be ashamed of being black but I would definitely be ashamed of sharing a world where people think that just because the color of my skin makes it okay to racial profile you hold your hand on a gun and you can clearly see my hands the only thing I'm holding in my hand is my phone and I got the whole thing recorded and since I now am 100% aware of my laws and uh, my laws in Tennessee and my rights I will be sharing the video I hope whoever knows the cop listens to this podcast and you're able to know that if you are a cop and you don't have a clear conscience about how you treat people it is despicable it is deplorable and you should be doing everything to change it some people may stop listening to my podcast after this one. And it's okay. Some people may be motivated to listen to the podcast, share the podcast, and that's great. Today is a day that I will always and forever remember. I will forgive, but I will never forget the feelings. I will pray for those cops, but I will also pray for any and everyone who has ever endured or feel like they may not make it out of a situation due to someone else feeling like it is okay to have larceny in your heart towards a race of people that have done absolutely nothing to you you carrying on the legacy of ignorant ass people who have done nothing but commit hate crimes and and hang in just unimaginable stuff to people who have done absolutely nothing to you but to be born into this world my mother and my father did not bring me into this world to be your personal punching bag or your personal shooting target because you don't know how to live in a world with other people you don't know how to mix and just coexist if I came to your house if I pulled you over as a cop and I treated you like that I wonder how you would feel I'm not going to apologize for my feelings. I'm not going to apologize if you felt like it was a rant. Today and forever, my life has changed. It's one thing to deal with piss poor customer service in a store. It's a whole nother thing to get pulled over and you're not sure if you're going to make it out of the situation because you live in a racist ass state you simply have no idea how that feels and I'm glad that I'm not a person who would draw hate to people that look like him all because of his actions I know that I serve a God of love and compassion and passion and free of hate I'm so glad that I serve a God that keeps my heart in in proper place and keeps my mind in proper perspective But my life has forever changed. And the trust factor of how hard it was for me to trust people to begin with has just become even harder. Because you never know. There are some good men and women out here who are cops. And I hate that you have to be grouped and classed. Because there's some despicable and deplorable cops out there. Or people, excuse me, who get to wear a badge. D, when you listen to this podcast, and Tiff, if you get to listen to it, know that I love you ladies, even Audrey. Audrey. I love you, ladies. I appreciate your sincere apologies for that person. Just the day after we celebrate MLK Day. And I do a podcast on that. The purpose of his day is for standing up for social injustices. The purpose of that day is for peace. The purpose of that day is for nonviolent acts. The purpose of that day is for us to be able to be together as a world, as one nation and not fighting against each other and not being racially profiled. For those that listen, I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for listening. I'm definitely taking tomorrow off. Wednesdays is the takeoff day anyway. Um, and I will definitely have new content for you on Thursday. I appreciate you again for tuning in. I hope that everyone has a blessed day and wonderful and prosperous Tuesday. And until we talk and meet again, this has been your girl Chanel. Peace and blessings.